Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Well, times, they are changing, aren't they? I mean, we have prices going through the roof on everything. And now we have Little Caesars raising the price of their $5 pizza. This, I would say, will not stand, but it will. They're no longer going to have the $5 pizza. I know, right? The hot and ready pizza, five bucks. Yeah, it's going to be five fifty-five. Five dollars and fifty-five cents. They're raising it eleven percent across the board. Now they claim that it's going to have more pepperoni. Uh huh. But okay, I mean, they're saying that uh, you know this is going to you know cover some of the increased prices. That for, you know, the commodity costs and they claim that pepperoni prices have soared, which, you know, we know is true. We've talked about it here on the show, but pepperoni costs have soared more than 50% over the pandemic, but we're going to get more pepperoni on our $5 pizza. That's now five fifty-five. Okay. I'll believe it when I see it. And, you know, we have our president talking to big meat. How about we uh, deal with big pizza? How about that? How about we deal with that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Dollar General, no, it's not Dollar General. The Dollar Tree is now more than a dollar. Uh, I mean, things are going through the through the bottom. That's where it's going. It's not going up. It's going through the bottom. Although, by going up, you're going through the bottom. Yeah, something like that. And before you even start with me on the, oh, I don't like Little Caesars. I would never eat there. Uh-huh. I know. If you, you know, given the choice... You know, you say a lot of times, ooh, Little Caesars, yeah. But for the $5 pizza, every now and then, you come home and that's what's sitting on the counter. You're like, okay, I'm diving in. Yeah, that's right. You are. You know you do. You know you are. Don't lie to me or yourself. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So many people didn't even make resolutions this year and you know that's all right it doesn't matter but it doesn't mean that you shouldn't still find a way to shake things up a little bit whether it's by switching your workout routine and you know me man i like to switch up my workout routine and uh we're going someplace new whatever way to challenge yourself in the new year there's no better way to do it than with a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds in your ears. I will tell you, over the holidays, you know, it's so nice when you're home and everybody's at the house and you've got family there and friends of the families. But there are times, uh, numerous amounts of times, when you just want to, you know, be alone. And you can't because the house is full of people. Ha ha! You can with your Raycon wireless earbuds in your ears. I love my Raycon work buds. Raycon wireless earbuds are the best way to bring audio with you or with you over in the corner of your house in your chair. Because no matter how much you shake things up, uh, there's no better way to do it than have Raycon earbuds in your ears. And they're not going to fall out of your ears. Uh, they're everyday earbuds. They feel and sound better than ever. There's also an awareness mode for when you need to listen to your surroundings so you can take your Raycons with you wherever you go with optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit these earbuds are really comfortable you'll forget they're even there 
and they're not going to budge. Believe me, they're going to stay in your ears. Um, Raycon's eight hours of playtime and a 32 hour battery life. They're priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. And it's no wonder Raycon's everyday earbuds have over 48,000 five star reviews. So let's say you really want to shake things up like me. I put my Raycons in and I'm listening to uh, my podcasts or my music and I'm thinking, man, I need to shake things up. It's a new year. So what I'll do is I've decided to, uh, oh, I'm going to sit down and eat with my left hand. (laughs) I still do it with my Raycons in. Uh, they still stay in my ears. I'm still listening to what I want to listen to. And they, they're beautiful, but I'm, you know, shaking things up a little bit by just, you know, eating with my left hand. So right now, <laughs> listeners to Chewing the Fat can get 15% off their, your Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash Jeffy. B-U-Y raycon.com slash Jeffy. 15% on Raycons, buyraycon.com slash Jeffy. Whether you're eating with your right hand or your left hand, or you're actually, you know, going to do your workout routine, uh, it's best to have your Raycons in your ears. Uh, buyraycon.com slash Jeffy. So we're beginning the new year, 2022, and I was looking at some of the, you know, companies' recaps of what happened in 2021. And I was looking at the list of the most Googled people in 2021, and specifically here in the U.S. And I was thinking, man, did I Google any of these people? Like Kyle Rittenhouse, number one on Google's most searched people this past year, Kyle Rittenhouse. Number two, Tiger Woods. Yeah, I mean, I looked up stories and stuff. I don't, I, I, I'm not sure if they're thinking about, you know, stories or specifically Tiger Woods. You know, I don't know that I ever re- typed in Tiger Woods, but I definitely looked up stories. Number three, Alec Baldwin. <laughs> no, I don't need the gunshot. I mean, that's just a rule that we had last year. <laughs> uh, I guess it's going to go on this year as well. Whenever I mention Mr. Baldwin's name, you know, full name, Alec Baldwin. We're to be reminded of him with that gunshot. Did <laughs> you see, I mean, over the holidays or just before we left somewhere in there, they had a search warrant. They got his cell phone as part of the investigation. So it's still ongoing. And he just released a new year's day, 2022, 13 minute video on Instagram that, uh, you know, he was, you know, he just wanted to thank everyone for their thoughtful and generous uh, spirit. And, uh, you know, he said it was, you know, he doesn't want to, it's just, uh, he was sad over the death of, Helena Hutchins. Yeah, no kidding. And, uh, he just wanted to thank everyone. And he was saying that he's searching for, well, he's been speaking with spiritual advisors who are teaching. Uh, you may need that Alec. I don't, it was supposed to be the full name. That was just a misfire, you know, same kind of problem that Alec had. But uh, anyway, he was just talking about needing to speak with spiritual advisors who are teaching him how to overcome negativity (laughs) and manage his feelings better. Yeah, you know what would help with that? Mr. Baldwin is staying on your medication. 
baby. I'm not saying that you did that on purpose to Helena. I honestly believe it was an accident. I don't know that it happened exactly the way you said it did, but I do believe that it was absolutely an accident. Um, there's been nothing that I've read that has led me down the road of, you know, with some kind of, uh, special little conspiracy to kill Helena Hutchins. So, you know, I, I do believe it was an honest accident, a horrible accident, but every, I mean, I cannot watch shows anymore that have close up of guns shooting and pointing and killing people, you know, on the TV show that's not real without thinking, see, they're pointing the gun at the camera and you see the camera point directly at the gun and then head off to the side. It's just, I mean, it's very noticeable now anyway. So, uh, you know, Alec is, thank you. It's got to be his full name. You know, if I were to say Alec Baldwin, then we would hear that just to you know, be reminded. I don't know that we need to continue that this year. <laughs> anyway, uh, number four on the uh, most Googled list, Travis Scott. Man, we have not gotten into that on this show, and, and I, I need to. I've had it a couple of times on my show sheet, and it's so involved. But, boy, what a horrible, horrible thing. It happened in Houston, Texas, uh, first part of November, it was tragic. There were deaths and injuries. 10 people died and hundreds of others injured. And some of the stories that came out of that, the Astro World Festival, were just horrific and how scared people were and being crushed. And, you know, from the, obviously the stories of the people who, you know, made it out alive, but how horrible it was at the time. But I, I would, you know, maybe when, as we get into this year, we'll get into the Astro World Festival, but it's going to change the way those kind of shows are done, uh, guaranteed, because nobody wants anything like that to happen uh, at all ever again. And it'll be, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars and new rules and regulations will come out of that for sure. Uh, number five on the most Googled list, Simone Biles. Yeah, man. Wow. What a, what a story she had. And I see her on her stupid commercials. Now we're trying to, you know, bring her up and it just ticks me off because she's so great and I, and I really like her and I want to like her, but I just can't get over her quitting. I just can't. I know it was a health thing and I, I get it. It was a mental health thing. We were supposed to, you know, we got to feel bad for her, I guess, but it's just, Ugh, you quit in the middle of the Olympics. What are you doing? Just, uh, and Derek Chauvin, of course, uh, you know, he's, you know, guilty and killing of George Floyd. And wow, what a, how the world has changed because of Derek, man. That is for sure, man. I'm surprised that that guy is still, you know, alive. You know, Jeffrey Epstein, suicide. Derek, no, he thinks too much of himself to kill himself, but not saying that it won't be classified as a suicide if it goes down uh morgan wallen country singer and songwriter who uh you know said the n-word online and got his reputation slashed and it was you know uh, it was saying his with friends say dumb stuff together i mean hello the guy just you know that that story was agonizing because it was just friends being together. And you can't even say it at all, the N-word anymore. It makes me want to say it even more. 
And I, and I don't even, uh, never mind, never mind. Just, you can't say the N-word anymore, and the word police will be on you forever. Number eight on the most Googled people here in the U.S., Henry Ruggs III. Remember him, wide receiver for the Raiders? Uh, you know, crashed into another vehicle in Vegas, trapping and killing a woman, just horrible. Uh, he allegedly drove off with, you know, he was drunk, and he was twice the legal limit, and the Raiders said, yeah, no, uh, we'll talk to you later. Henry, take care. You're not part of us anymore. Number nine, Pete Davidson. Yes. I mean, wow, that guy. And now he's with Kim. Uh, uh, holy cow. I don't know what Pete has. I think I can guess. But uh, wow, that guy is everywhere, man. And he's everywhere and doing everything. You can, you can quote me on that. And Shalane Woodley. Yes, the Divergent star. I mean, you know, she uh, is back in the limelight again from her. I know she's the actor, but uh, when Aaron Rodgers uh, became the, uh, you know, the new gonna be hubby, I know they were engaged. Give me a break. Uh, then all all things were thrown aside. And Shalane, and her, yeah, I'm an actress. I'm an actress. Uh huh. But you're, uh, you know, you're going out with Aaron Rodgers, and now that's, you know, now that's you. Oh. Okay. Yeah, she probably hates that, man. No, she doesn't. She loves Aaron. And she even said on Jimmy Fallon's show that, uh, you know, I can't believe that I'm dating a guy who throws balls for a living. But, you know, he's really good at it. Ha 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 So that's where we're at with that. Those are the top ten. In the U.S. of Google, Dave. I was looking at the world top 10 Google searches for personalities. And uh, Elon Musk, number five. And the rest are athletes and or actors from India. So there you go. If you thought the U.S. was, uh, you know, number one for the Google. Tiger Woods is number two and Simone Biles is number three. But uh, Christian Erickson, the soccer player for global athletes, is number one. Google searches. Wow. It's incredible. So, all right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink. Enough of Google searches. You know what you Googled. Yeah. You know what you Googled. You may have deleted your history, but you know what you searched for. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink. (laughs) Oh. Oh my gosh, that is so good. Oh no, did you see where, (sighs) my man, my main man, Denzel Washington, I love him. I'm a fan, I love him. Oh, you love him, why don't you marry him? I I would if I could. But apparently, now he's on his way to clown face. That can't be, we have to put a stop to that. No, Denzel, honey, no. You have too much money, you're able to, to go anywhere in the world. And you're able to get the touch-ups that you need. Don't head into clown face, please. Apparently, there's some kind of surgical slip that happened. People are seeing some kind of collapsing face thing going on. And they're concerned about Denzel. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay with the plastic surgery. I get it. And, you know, you're, you, I get it. But 
you have to, you know my, you know my rules. It's three cuts to clown face. Now I know those rules have changed a little bit. We've been over that because of the the technology changes and the way people are now, you know, getting shots and you know putting concrete in <laughs> instead of getting cut. But it still holds true. I'm telling you, three cuts to clown face. It still holds true. That first cut is so good and you feel it looks beautiful and it does exactly what you wanted it to do. And then you think, wow, I, I got that done. I went, man, I might as well do this then. And you get the second cut and the second cut isn't quite up to what the, how good the first cut was. And you're like, gosh, darn it. I need to, maybe if I just cut over here and move this cheekbone a little bit, it'll be better. And then it doesn't, the third one, it doesn't work. And then you're off to the races and it's clown face. So Denzel, please, please, for the love of everything that is holy, please take it easy. All right. I, I understand that you want to do it. I do, but you got to do it right. And, you know, it, please talk to some people who have done it right over the years, gone to the right people, spent the right amount of money. You've got everything you need to make it happen. Make it happen. Don't start screwing up. I mean, when when we have Tom Cruise struggling with this clown face issue, and now we have Denzel struggling with clown face, what has happened to the American plastic surgery profession? What is going on? When we have greatness like Denzel and Tom Cruise who still end up in the three cuts to clown face phase, this will not stand. We need to educate our plastic surgeons better. Please, please. Maybe Apple can spend a little money on plastic surgeons. I mean, they, Apple, congratulations. I mean, they briefly, and they'll make it for sure every day now, soon, crossed $3 trillion market cap. $3 trillion. Oof. Man, uh, congratulations. I know they, you know, they're just hanging out, low life bums in that $2 trillion mark. So, I mean, $3 trillion company, holy cow. And this comes the day before the end of BlackBerry. I mean, Apple was the one that probably can be counted on to ruin BlackBerry, and they did. I loved my BlackBerry, and I thought it was really cool, but uh, now they're going to pull the plug, and today marks the end of BlackBerry. They're going to discontinue service on the classic smartphones today. I know it's sad. So the company still exists. They're going to uh, outsource its product and no longer manufacture its own phones. That was, they've been doing that now for several years, but it's now just going to be a software and cybersecurity company. And the last BlackBerry that uh, they came out with the, the, the really square one. I really liked that. That was really cool. Oh, I didn't even get one, Jeff. Well, the Samsung is, I already had the Samsung. I mean, what am I going to do? Change? <laughs> I guess I, you know, I could have gone to the Blackberry, but that was after it was done and they were over the last few years. And now for sure, no more, no more Blackberry. Very sad. And speaking of Samsung, I see where they debuted their new TV remote at uh, the CES going on in Vegas, which has been cut short because of COVID. They're only doing a few more days and some big companies pulled out of CES this year. But uh, again, but uh, Samsung debuted their uh, TV remote that recharges by capturing radio frequency energy from the Wi-Fi router. Okay. 
I'm all right with that. Let's do that with everything. I don't want to buy batteries anymore. I want the I want the little remote. Remember the little radios, the little crank radios that you'd crank up and they would play. I probably still have one around here somewhere. You know, they were you know the storm radios that you'd have. So uh, we used to <laughs> you get them for hurricane season, and here in Texas you get them for tornado and winter season. But uh, you know they crank. You got their little crank where, <laughs> and then you have power and you can listen to the radio. And uh, I, I love those. That's what I want. Maybe you put the little crank on the remote. I'm fine. I don't necessarily want to have to crank my TV every you know 15 or 20 minutes, but I'll do it. I mean, that's why you have children. Time to crank. Get up there. <laughs> if it saves on battery and electricity, I'm for cranking. And speaking of cranking, I see where uh, AT&T and Verizon, you know, they were going to roll out their 5G services this week. And Buttigieg and the FAA have been uh, trying them, trying to, you know, calm them down. Oh, no, we need to pause that. You shouldn't do that. Uh, we try to do that. Could you please do it uh, away from airports or maybe we can figure it out? We need more time. And uh, they were saying, yeah, no, we're not going to do that. Well, they kind of are. Uh, they agreed to a two week delay. So they still want to launch it in January of 2022. But they said, okay, we reached an agreement uh, with the Department of Transportation for Verizon to delay the launch of the C-band spectrum, which means canceling their big celebration that they were going to have and Verizon and AT&T and the FCC versus the FAA and the airlines and their 5G wireless services. You know, it's all going to be a pause. Buttigieg requested the uh, two-week delay. We'll see. What happens, I my gut feeling uh, is that if Pete Buttigieg is against it, I'm for it. But that's just me. You know, I, I, it doesn't have anything to do with anything technical at all. I just know if Mayor Pete is against it, I feel like I need to be for it. But uh, the airlines are saying, oh, no, wait, we can't launch that. Those cell phone frequencies could lead to delays hundreds of thousands of delays each year by jamming their in-flight systems. Really? You think so? I mean, we've heard for how many years now, we can't take off with people's cell phones on. Well, you can if it's on a chartered flight or you're on a private jet, but you just can't on the public airways. It seems that it isn't affecting that at all, but I don't know. You know what? I just, I'm just saying that I know that, uh, there's plenty of flights every day where people have their cell phones on and are using them and it doesn't seem to have an issue. I know flights are getting canceled every day due to weather and COVID. And now you're trying to tell me that flights are going to get canceled because we're going to go to 5g. Okay. All right. You, if you say so, you, you got it. I, I just find it hard to believe that we're going to have hundreds of thousands of delays because of the Verizon AT&T 5G rollout. But again, you know what? I, I don't, I, 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 I admit I'm not a 5G scientist. I just know that Mayor Pete is against it. I feel like I need to be for it. We are at a tipping point in America. 
With 400,000 children in the U.S. foster care system and a quarter of those awaiting a forever family, Christians must step up. This is Jack Graham, senior pastor at Prestonwood Baptist Church, inviting you to Chosen, a summit addressing these urgent needs on Saturday, April 13th. Chosen will empower churches to begin foster care and adoption ministries and equip families who are adopting or fostering. We have great speakers joining me, including Sadie Robertson Huff and Governor Greg Abbott of the great state of Texas, along with dozens of breakout sessions. I urge you to join us and help make a difference in the lives of these precious children. Register at Prestonwood.org chosen. So if I worked at an ice cream shop, which would not be a really good idea for me. <laughs> uh, do we have anybody working here? Nah, I'm busy eating the ice cream. But uh, if I worked at an ice cream shop and the company had a you know company mandate that everyone had to wear a mask when they came in, that's the ice cream parlor's mandate. And so everybody's got to put a mask on to get their ice cream, which makes absolutely no sense to me. But okay. I'll give you that. You, you know, it's your company. You do what you want, I guess. And it's in Argentina, so whatever. But this lady came in, and we see the pictures of this lady coming in behind a, a man and three girls, looks like his wife and two kids. And he's wearing his mask wrong, by the way, down below his nose, which he fix fixes and pulls up. So he knows it's wrong once the lady comes in and is told that she has to wear a mask. Well, she doesn't have a mask. And she came in with some other people. So she just starts taking off her dress. She pulls up her dress and takes it off and wraps it around her face and says, yep, that's my mask. Now they refused her service. I mean, if this was in America, I'd be pissed. And we saw it happen in America with women taking off their bras and wrapping it around their face. And they were still denied entrance into businesses. I am against all of that. If a, if a female or a male for that matter, I don't want to, I don't want to be too sexist. If, if a person wants to disrobe and use one of their one of their uh, pieces of clothing as a mask, go and let them in. She wants to buy an ice cream cone. So stupid. And if I was working at the ice cream place, and let's just be honest, I wouldn't be. But if I would be there and someone came in and did that, I'm selling them an ice cream cone. Absolutely. Here, here, have another one just for, you know, if you take the rest of your clothes off, I'll give you a double, an extra scoop. <laughs> That's why I probably wouldn't be working at the ice cream parlor. It's just so stupid. And I know, you know, the Omicron is, uh, you know, uh, going all over the world and it's going crazy. We've got, we've got people in Antarctica, Antarctica, two thirds of the station researchers, COVID. Uh, they are all fully vaccinated, huh? And have been, had multiple tests and multiple quarantine time, and they're living in Antarctica. Oh, yeah, they got COVID. So, I mean, it is literally everywhere. So, if a lady wants to strip, uh, you know, and by the way, she didn't completely, she wasn't 100% naked. She still had a top and a bottom on. She just took off her dress and she went outside, and then her friends found a mask. So she came back in and got an ice cream cone. I would not have purchased an ice cream cone there after being denied, but that's just me anyway. So we've got Antarctica full of COVID. We've got daily records, 
surpassing a million cases here in the U.S. First time ever. It's horrible. I will say that I know that we've got this giant surge of infections, no question. But we also have uh, the holiday numbers that were added to some of this. So I'm not real sure that it really counts. And I'm not sure that it's all Omicron. I mean, it counts, but they're getting numbers from the holidays. And so it's adding up to more. So it sounds like it's more when it's really not, but it's double the previous mark. And so, you know, people are, you know, jumping that it's horrible. But John Hopkins, Johns Hopkins University, which relies on local governments, they take their time and you know, update their figures. So those numbers are changing, but it is, you know, the highest single day number for reported cases outside the U S came during the India's Delta surge. So, I mean, when the numbers are, you know, absolutely climbing and canceled flights, closed schools, overwhelmed hospitals, strangled supply chains. I don't know that the hospitals are actually overwhelmed, but you know, according to every story, they certainly are. And it's not as deadly. So we'll see what happens. I mean, I I don't know what is going to happen with this. We have companies closing. They're coming back. You have to work from home again. Starbucks said it's going to require U.S. workers to be vaccinated. They have about 220,000 employees. They're going to have to, you're going to have to disclose your vaccination status by the 10th of this year, 2022. And they started that in December, but then they backed that off because of OSHA saying, uh, now, well, we'll, uh, February 9th is our new date to require full immunization or weekly testing for the coronavirus. Okay. Uh, Good luck. I mean, they suspended that because they have court hearings and challenges. A federal appeals court last week ruled that the OSHA standards could move forward, of course, and the Supreme Court is expected to hear oral arguments this week. So I guess they, if you get COVID and you work for Starbucks, you have to, you know, do your due diligence of quarantining for five days and then test negative. It's not the 10 days anymore. And so we'll see, there are so many other things, so many things are changing with it. I don't know how we're, how companies like, I don't know, Twitter and Facebook are saying people are giving misinformation when things change every day. It's not misinformation. It's just information. You decide you do your own homework, but not according to, not according to big companies, social media companies like Twitter and Facebook and YouTube, which of course you can follow me on uh, Twitter at Jeffy JFR, Facebook, uh, Jeff Fisher radio, Instagram, Jeff Fisher radio, YouTube, chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher and on getter the new voice of freedom. I, I guess that's what they're claiming. Uh, getter at Jeffy JFR. So come on, let's, uh, let's rock and roll. And, uh, we'll use those social media accounts as long as they're available. And I see where we're finally getting into health. People have been talking about health over vaccination, or at least to try to keep you from getting deathly sick 
from COVID by being more healthy. I am a far long shot from that, but I have my, my oldest son, Elvis, uh, you know, owns a gym. Oh, he's a, he's a, a trainer and he's been preaching that forever. The guys in, in New Jersey. And now we, I see a new ad coming from El Salvador of all places, uh, you know, preaching, uh, the goodness of health and how it helps prevent COVID-19 and hospitalizations. Yeah. And I think that we need to stop. I've said this all along as well. We need to stop the demonization of someone who has COVID. That's for sure. Oh, Jeff, we don't demonize people. You demonize people all the time. They have COVID. The only reason I want to demonize people who have COVID are the people who demonized everyone else for not getting vaccinated and not wearing masks and not social distancing. And they still got COVID-19. Those are the people I want to demonize. And I see where now we have the head of Joint Commission on Vaccination and Immunization in the United Kingdom, Dr. Pollard, is now saying, you know what? We can't vaccinate the planet every four to six months. That's just not sustainable or affordable, you think? So maybe we need to just target the vulnerable. Yeah, which is something that people who have been said who have been told they were giving misinformation for a year or more now are are now you're coming on board so it's not misinformation anymore it's incredible So I see Kanye bought another dump. I'm sorry, Yay bought another dump, and this time it is kind of a dump. I think I'm going to do this. Might, I might have. To, I might have to get some kind of music or something for this segment, and just I want to do. An, I want to do a. Uh, I want to do my own show, Houses of the Hoity Toity. What do you think? I think I like the name of that. Welcome to Houses of the Hoity Toity today. Yay! So, Kardashian. And yay are no more. And, uh, you know, they, you know, gave, he gave the house, the one house in Malibu to Kim and he bought another place in Malibu not long ago for like, I don't know, 57 million or whatever. No, I'm sorry. Uh, Kim's house is not in Malibu. It's in hidden Hills there in Hollywood. And that's the house that yay and Kim put together that's all kim's now but there was a smaller dump house across the way that yay just bought okay he bought it for 4.5 million now he paid almost 500,000 more than he had to for the place and it's the first time that this house was up for sale for 67 years well, i mean it's been in the same family for a long time so i mean they probably bought it for 10 bucks and then, uh, you know, now they're getting, you know, $5 million for it. But it does need a little work. Uh, it's a nice place for you and I. You know, yeah, we'd walk in there and think, ah, it's nice. It needs to be updated. It looks like Grandma's house. You know, it's still got the wooden floors and the wooden ceiling. And, you know, it's got 3,600 square feet. It's got an acre of land with a, a little ranch, horse ranch on the property as well. Kind of nice. Uh, you know, vintage. I like how... We use vintage wood paneling. <laughs> yeah, it's vintage. Got to go. Knock it all out. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if Ye just knocked it all down and started again. Just a 4.5 million 
knocked down. But it's got a family room and a fireplace and sliding doors that look out over the pool and horse corral. And it comes with a two-car detached garage with a guest unit that leads along a path to the three-stall barn. And the barn comes with a tack room and hay storage connected to a large paddock for horses. The same owners have lived in this home ever since the property, which has been well-maintained, was built in 1955 for about 10 bucks. The front lawn was just replaced with drought-resistant astroturf. (laughs) that is awesome so he spent 4.5 that's right across the house or right across the street from kim and the kids now this is just going to be like a trailer he might as well just pop up a trailer and let the kids run across the street to go visit yay when he's in town because he does have the malibu place that he just bought right i mean that place he spent like 50 or 60 million on down in malibu that's a i mean that's a that's a nice place uh, and he's selling the Wyoming ranch for $11 million. I don't think anybody's bought that yet. Yeah, the Malibu estate, $57.3 million. Yeah, so he's not going to be visiting the Hidden Hills place much. He, that's just for the kids. <laughs> Houses of the hoity-toity. I see where Adele is buying Sylvester Stallone's estate. All right. I know. Now, Stallone has had that up for sale for a little while now. And he had it up. He originally listed it for $110 million. Nobody wanted it. So then, you know what? Uh, nobody wants it. I'm going to drop it down to $80 million. What do you say? Eh, nope. Nobody wants that either. Adele comes along and says, um, Sly, tell you what. I'll give you $58 million for it. Well, all right. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> Six bedrooms, nine bathrooms, a gym, a sauna, steam, infinity pool, cigar room, screening room, custom bar, art studio, two-story guest house. Uh, yeah, it's one of the largest properties in Beverly Park, sitting on 3.6 level acres with great jetliner views of the city below. So now Adele owns uh, properties in Hidden Valley. She, because she wanted a bigger house and this is definitely bigger because London is just too expensive. (laughs) I can't, I can't live in London. It's just too expensive, but I'll buy a couple of places, you know, in LA. Okay. And now Sly, remember he moved to Paul. He's living in Florida. He got the 35 million, 35 million place down in Florida, 13,000 square feet, seven bedrooms, 12 bathrooms, (laughs) a little bit of a dump. You know, and he's got, uh, you know, Rod Stewart and Howard Stern living down there as well uh, next to Sly. So Adele will be down there soon enough for sure. But Adele got a steal, $58 million for the Sly house in uh, Hidden Hills. So congratulations, Adele, and welcome to the neighborhood. This has been another edition of Houses of the Hoity-Toity on Chewing the Fat. Next up on Chewing the Fat Network, when animals attack. <laughs> so I told you, we talked about this at the beginning of the pandemic. Animals are not happy. They're going to be attacking humans soon. They want the cities back. So this story out of the United Kingdom, a uh, according to this story, a sleepy Welsh village, a, a squirrel had a reign of terror. <laughs> it bit 18 residents leaving many, they didn't want to leave their houses. 
Uh, no, not until the squirrel is uh, taken care of or what's going on. It was nicknamed Stripe the Gray Squirrel, and uh, it came after you know locals reported being attacked by the squirrel, some posting gory images of bloody bite marks and deep scratches requiring tetanus shots, and it went on a two-day rampage. The squirrel also bit dogs, cats, and it chased people down the roads. <laughs> so one of the ladies in the neighborhood, of course, it's uh, you know one of the ladies, Miss Reynolds, down the road. Uh, she set a cage out in her garden. Now it was a, it was a decent humane trap. So even after this thing has been attacking people and animals, we want to be sure that we trap it humanely. But well, of course we do. And you know, look, don't feed the animals. I mean, how many times we got to put up the sign? Don't feed them. Apparently, one of the neighbors had been feeding the squirrel. I don't know if she stopped or if it wasn't, you know, enough or he didn't like the food he was getting, but uh, he was not happy and he started attacking people. So they finally trapped him. And in a humane, I love how it had to be a humane trap, but uh, as soon as we trapped him, yeah, uh, then we killed him. So I'm, we put him down. That's right. Yeah, so we got him in the cage and we gave him to the Humane Society over there in the United Kingdom and then they put him down. I know, sad. They had to kill him, but that's just the way it goes. Uh, you know, sorry, but, uh, you know, you get you get days of terror from the squirrel, you're going down. We're humans, we're the top of the food chain. You start attacking us, you're going down. Plus, I did not know this, that uh, according to the Animal Welfare Fair charity, the RSPCA, who came and picked up the squirrel, it is, uh, they had no choice but to put it down since it's currently illegal to release a gray squirrel back into the wild. Huh. Don't know that I understand that. So if I were to catch a gray squirrel and then say you're free, that's illegal. So what if I just put a 22 bullet in it? <gasps> no, you can't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> okay. And also, one of the things that you're not going to find out in uh, Houses of the Hoity Toity, maybe you will. Someday we'll read about it. Uh, Adele will have a room in one of her, you know, 11,000 square feet homes full of parakeets. But a guy outside of Detroit uh, had more than 800 parakeets living inside this house. It was his father's home. Uh, I don't know if dad died or if dad was sitting inside a, you know, house full of parakeets and started to lose his mind. And they said, dad, we got to do something. We're taking care of it. But apparently there was 838 parakeets in this guy's house. Now the bird and beak rescue and rehab people came and they were pissed. In fact, they said, we're livid. How does this happen? Well, you get a couple together and they start having kids and pretty soon, next thing you know, you've got 838 parakeets living in your house. Ah, oh, it's, uh, you know, I, I bless them for getting help and not just opening a window. That's dangerous. Is it? It's dangerous? Um, I guess maybe if the, <laughs> then you start getting into parakeets attacking people in the neighborhood. According to, you know, Shannon, they all would have died. I doubt that. I think parakeets would learn to attack and, and swarm people in the neighborhood of Detroit. So it's good that the Detroit Animal Welfare Group and the uh, 
birds at beaks rescue and rehab showed up and uh, they first they got 497 parakeets out before christmas and then they came back and they got the other they got the rest of them and they were clearly in distress and clearly in trouble and she's rescuing them and she's separated them now and we're getting them taken care of they were they were concerned about them after they were rescued because they've been in this house and now they're in these boxes so now they've got a They've got to get them out and give them a little bit of room because you don't just keep them in a cage. Duh. You gotta, you don't just clean the cage and put food and water in once a day. They require interaction with their human and they require flight time. It's a commitment seven to 15 years. Yeah, man. Birds are, birds are fun, but they are a pain and they are dirtier than people think. Uh, I've had a number of birds throughout my life and I love them. I love them. But, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're dirty and you know, they can be mean. You know, you can, they can like you or they can be mean. I mean, they got serious personalities. <laughs> uh, we had one bird. We had one parakeet. No, a parrot. This was a, a yellow, red-tailed, red-billed. What the hell was it? That was a bird. It was a parrot. Anyway, his name was Pete. And that bird loved my son, man. He did not like anyone else, barely. But he loved my son. Elvis could pick that bird up and throw it across the room, at, which never he would do. I don't want people to, you know, get a hold of me at the bird and beak rescue and rehab. But he could have, had he wanted to, pick that bird up and throw it across the room. And Pete would have just went, Elvis, Elvis, Elvis. He loved my son, man. When he was a little kid, my son used to be in his playpen right next to the cage. And that bird just fell in love with, with Elvis when he was a little baby. And from, from that point on, it was Pete and Elvis, man. And uh, I had a bird for a long time. We used to watch this one bird. I don't know if I've... One bird, I, I had a bird die on my watch, and it was sad. This lady that we knew was the head of uh, uh, the bird people <laughs> in the county that we lived in. And she was going on a trip. So we, she had a couple of birds that she wanted us to watch. And one was this, uh, one was a big white bird. He's beautiful. And he was really smart and fun. And then there were a couple of little ones. And one of the little ones, I came home from work one day, and one of the little ones is beak to the sky on the bottom of the cage. I'm like, oh, crap, I killed this lady's bird. The bird lady. I mean, she's the head of bird people. I'm going to have bird people from all over the county and birds and beaks rescue and rehab showing up on my house protesting because I murdered a bird or at least a bird died on my watch. And so I wrapped it up in foil. I put it in the freezer. I didn't know what else to do. And I waited for her to come back from her trip. And I, she came back in and she, I said, I got, I have bad news, man. I, and I opened up the freezer and I brought out the foil, the box, and I, I killed this little bird. And she was like, ah, he was old. Don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I guess that's okay then. Ah, he was old. Don't worry about it. and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.